I'm John Ryan, and this is Pod Roast. This week, gay hilarity supposedly ensues with Bravo's famous home flipper, and happy 10th birthday to the UK's private world service, Monocle 24. In Jeff Lewis's world, says the voiceover, there's never a dull moment. Into two mildly amusing clips before the voiceover returns, Jeff Lewis has issues, which is the name of this 45-minute panel from Sirius XM. And first off, you'd think Sirius XM would know how to set up a microphone for its host, but Jeff's popping on almost every word. He's very breathy too, which could be the hangover he tells us he has. He introduces Alex Weber, Megan Weaver and Shane Douglas. Megan does that girl on a breakfast show thing where she says, hello everybody, to us or the other guests when Jeff says hello to her, which is about the only acknowledgement of us for the next 45 minutes. The episode's called Reformed Douche, nice, and after the introduction we're straight into a stream of consciousness. They discuss a new incubation technique that goes up your bum rather than in your mouth, and there's some single entendre stuff around that that arrives with all the stealth and subtlety of Mr Blobby wearing jackboots. Jeff then tells us he loves his dog at night time and hates him in the day. In the evening, he's quiet and loving, but in the day he barks and is annoying. Megan agrees, one of those co-host affirmations that goes nowhere. Next up, Alex is given a proper intro. He's an American ninja warrior, whatever one of those is, a world record holder, a TEDx speaker, and one of the youngest ever coaches to be awarded US Lacrosse Coach of the Year honours. He talks about being a mess when he arrived in LA, combining a day role as a teacher with a stand-up comedy role telling dick jokes at nighttime, hosting and competing in American Ninja Warrior. He does that thing interviewed authors do, and I wrote about that in the book. Spoiler alert, we're not going to buy your book unless we like you, so stop plugging your book and be funny slash interesting slash eye candy. Actually, he certainly manages that, and he's very open about his neurosis, bringing up the suicidal thoughts he's had in the last 12 months. That's slightly out of left field, and the first indication that in all the entitled froth, this podcast may be able to do some heavy lifting. We stare off that subject quite quickly, though, more about why he wrote the book, based largely on inspirational and motivational writing he did in his sports coaching work. He talks about handling the emotional 180s and being single, and again, much more about the wretched book. There's a running gag about how beautiful he is, and how he's agreed to be quieter in delivery than usual, thanks to the aforementioned hangover of the rest of the crew. Then we're into a segment with Shane and his mission to be a pop star and performance artist. They use that example to test the five promises of motivation that Alex writes about in the book. Bravery can feel like it has to be big and banging your chest and loud, he says. It takes real bravery late at night when you're alone to take a look at ourselves and our lives and just think, hey, I'd like this to be better. That's one of Alex's insights, which is cut by Jeff asking Megan, do you care what he says when he talks, in that running gag about how handsome their guest is. Jeff lets us in on his therapist telling him fear stands for false evidence appearing real, and fear and worry being two sisters that often spend the night here. 
That's the point where it spirals a bit into a 101 discussion about doubt and imposter syndrome and the kind of conversation that feels very L.A. Alex shares a bizarre coping strategy. Give yourself a nickname, then have your subconscious use it. His is Webs, for example. So he'll say to himself, take a breath, Webs, it'll be okay. Or you need a shower, Webs, you don't smell so good, which slowly takes the gloss off, as does the way he says 100% a lot. Where did that come from? I kind of want to like this one, despite a pathological loathing of lazy podcasts that are ex-people in a studio talking to a guest who's plugging something, there is some material here. It's all a bit sub-audible self-help, but there's authentic self-revelation from the whole team and a C-grade guest when usually there's a Z-list one, so at least it beats them. It's just the tone is all over the place. There's very little attempt to connect with me as a listener. I'm just expected to enjoy the show. It feels like an at-one-remove version of some Howard Stern format with its sensible woman and sweary host roles. Jeff, the 90s called. They want their format back. Now, if Britain had something like National Public Radio from the States, it might sound like Monocle 24. If you've never flicked through its stylishly matte pages, fretting about how little you know about the new airport in Chengdu, Peruvian gastrobar menus, or France's treatment of the Harki community in Algeria, you may not be familiar with Monocle. It's an upmarket eclectic and hipster read weightier and more expensive than women's weekly at 11 pounds a pop 10 years ago monocle 24 began an attempt to lever the magazine's brand into audio with a bargain basement private world service style station now the home of a million listeners according to monocle 24 but bravo for lasting for a decade and i thought i'd mark the occasion by checking out the briefing one of its podcast offerings a measured jazz theme cranks up and presenter daniel beige great name introduces us to the briefing and tells us he's in studio one at midori house in london nobody cares daniel in fact the 50s office block in marylebone is very foofy as you'd expect from the guy who published star wallpaper i visited so i know but the borgification of the tiny insulated box in which you're sitting is irrelevant whatever radio station or podcast you're from Coming up, he says, clips of the Aussie PM following the collapse of the submarine deal with France. But is Paris interested in mending ties? He also teases China's climate change goals using that other 2021 construction, Game Changer. Then there's a plug for a plug. Monocle boss Tyler Brule is promised ahead of their Quality of Life conference in Athens. And weirdly for a current affairs show, a throw ahead to its weekly pop countdown with Fernando Augusto Pacheco, Monocle's Brazilian music curator. Daniel's alright, an accent I can't quite pin down, but his script needs a blue pencil. It has some of that strenuous lubrication like, we begin today's programme in Australia. The briefing tends to interview other journos about stories, and that's what happens here. One thing we can ever thank coronavirus for is the mass uptake of IP to do interviews like this, rather than scratchy phone lines or messy mobiles. The security story gets a brisk five minutes with Karen Middleton, a political correspondent in Canberra. Next up, a summary of time-filling other news from someone who sounds like an intern. These have, thanks Daniel, and back to you Daniel, which again, just get in the way. And 
then China's Green Promises with Isabel Hilton, the founder of China Dialogue, another five-minute two-way. Into a break with no word of what's coming after, and in the break, a big word from sponsor Novartis, a four-minute content block about their work to eliminate malaria. Chaz Sounder, then we're back with the briefing, says Daniel, clearly not understanding that if I'm still listening, I've not been anywhere to come back from. Never welcome people back. It's a shiny floor tellyism. Daniel now sounds like an excitable poodle as he introduces the boss, Monocle's editorial director, Tyler Brule, who's gearing up for the magazine's Quality of Life conference in Athens. I've been to Athens. Quality of life? Is it supposed to be ironic? He's a little bit fawny, asking about whether the boss has had his daily run or swim yet. Tyler says there are 26 Monocle staffers at the conference, challenging some heavy-handed social distancing measures. Nice. Let's hope they all stay well, eh? Daniel asks what the atmosphere's like. One day I long for a guest to come back with. It's a mix of oxygen and nitrogen, Daniel, much like anywhere else. Brulé's on the phone, which is weird in a show on his own network, where everyone else is contributing in quality. Then Daniel cues the Global Countdown, which focuses on what songs are topping the charts in Greece right now, including rapper Mad Clip, who just died in a car accident, which has propelled his songs back into the chart. It's what we used to call an eclectic mix, but I wonder whether it meets its brief of, and I quote, a pasty roundup of the day's main news stories, informed reporting, prescient business analysis, and invaluable industry reports covering everything from technology to aviation and retail to media. Hmm. With its unapologetic high-end advertisers, eye-watering price point, and design coolness, even if that classic look is whisper it, getting a bit cobwebby now, the magazine's been successful in finding fans who love it for what it represents. It's harder to hit that standard with half an hour of daily speech, maybe. I'm John Ryan, weary-eared and disappointed. This week with Jeff Lewis has issues from Sirius XM and the briefing from Monocle 24. I listen to these so you don't have to. Hello, and welcome to Novel Conversations, a podcast about the world's greatest stories. I'm your host, Frank Lavallo, and for each episode of Novel Conversations, I talk to two readers about one book. And together, we summarize the story for you. We introduce you to the characters, we tell you what happens to them, and we read from the book along the way. So if you love hearing a good story, you're in the right place. Our ninth season is coming this fall. Tune in to hear from some of the all-time great authors, Charles Dickens, Jules Verne, F. Scott Fitzgerald, and more. Subscribe to Novel Conversations wherever you listen to podcasts. 